Today on episode number 510 of the School of Podcasting, I'm going to talk about the two most important parts of your podcast. We have some really cool because of my podcast stories. We've got an update on NNN, yes. And uh, we're going to have some feedback on my suggestions for using a free website. And I'm going to help you when you wake up tomorrow and go, hey, wait, my show's not in iTunes. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I am your professional podcast mentor, Dave Jackson. Thanking you so much for tuning in. If you are new to the show, here's the deal. We talk about all things podcasting. I help you massage your message. I help you tackle the technology. I help you face your fears, flatten that learning curve, and get you on the road to pain-free, successful, humongous, positively impacting podcasting. How's that? Our website is schoolofpodcasting.com, where you can hire me to be your very own Again, podcast coach, podcast mentor, whatever you want to call me. I just want to help. And uh, if you are uh, new to the show, we usually cover a number of topics here. And uh, the one we're going to start off with today is, well, hey, this is always kind of weird. Hey, I'm glad you just showed up. I'd like you to do me a favor. And that is the podcast awards are open. And if you've ever benefited from this podcast, If you could simply go over to podcastawards.com and in the category of education, that's the key here, not technology, not best produced, we're shooting for education, put in school of podcasting and we'll see if I can't get nominated again. And uh, I I thank you in advance. It should be fun. And um, again, go to podcastawards.com put in school of podcasting for education. Thank you. 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 And by that, I mean, thank you. Now let's talk about the two most important parts of your podcast. I was watching a TV show. It's actually really cool. It's called live from Daryl's house and it features Daryl Hall of Hall and Oates fame. And I didn't really listened to Daryl Hall a whole lot when I was growing up because, well, um, he, he basically didn't sound like this guy. Whoa! Whoa! Right, I was in the Van Halen camp, not in the Sarah Smile camp at the time. And, um, but I've, I've since expanded my horizons when it comes to music. It's a really cool show, really laid back. He has all these different styles of, of musicians and genres. And it's at his house. It's kind of weird and they eat and there's a food segment really laid back. And, uh, I was watching it and they had the guitar player from Billy Gibbons. You're like, what does this have to do with podcasting? Hey, with me, we'll we'll get there in a segment, but you'll hear, it doesn't matter who's on the show. There's always a segment where you hear them getting ready. You know, they're almost ready to prepare. They know the music, they know what songs they're going to play, but nonetheless, they will always have this conversation. Yeah, y'all vamp on the one, and then we'll start it on the one. Okay, all right. Pause. You're like, Dave, what is that? That is musicians talking about the two most important parts of a song, and it's the same 
two most important parts of your podcast or a segment even. And that is how to start and how to stop. You have to know how you're going to start your song. You have to know how you're going to get out of it. Otherwise, you're in the middle of Mustang Sally and going, how do we end this thing? Because everybody ends it. Mustang Sally is one of those songs that, A, you have to play or people will hang you along with um, Brown Eyed Girl. And everybody does their own version of Mustang Sally because we're all bored to tears because we've been playing it for 50 million years. And um, so you have to know how to start and end it. Now, why? Why is this so important? Because, well, it's your first impression, and as you might imagine, you only get one chance to make your first impression. And if you have a bad first impression, so maybe you start off and you're just... People like, when did Mushmouth get a podcast? (laughs) Hey, Buffet Albert. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I've not thought about Mushmouth in many years. And um, you're going to blow your first impression. They're going to tune out. And you may have lost them for the rest of your episode or at least the rest of that segment. Now, on the other hand, what if you start off great with a great line and it grabs out, grabs them by the throat? and They're like, wow, this is really cool. And at the end you go, and um, I guess that's all I have to say. Let's uh, do the featured clip of the week. And like, what? All that positive mojo that you just created is gone. And it's not, it's kind of like, there's no exclamation point. There's no period at the end of the sentence. It's a way to drive it home. This is where you can really get people going, hmm. And we talked a couple weeks ago on, I, I did the review of the podcast interview wizard software. And one of the advantages of that is it helps you get to the point quicker It helps you focus on what is the meat and potatoes of today's episode and get there. It gets you focused and it gets you there quicker. So that's one of the things you can do is think about what is that thing that is going to pull at the heartstrings of your audience? What's going to make them, again, laugh, cry, think, or groan? And then start off with a way to to do that. So today I said the two most important parts of your podcast, which I'm hoping, kind of like a headline, is getting you to go, "Well, well, what are they? Well, that was my intro to hopefully have you listen. And so that's one. Now, the other thing you can do when it comes to how do I get out of it? I don't think most of us have a hard time getting into it. I think a lot of us have a hard time getting out of it. And we could even break this down further if you wanted to. You could even say the beginning and ending of a question because I am famous for this. I will be like, so what got you into the book? Because that one part with the guy and the thing and you mentioned, what did you think of that? Well, I just asked you two questions because I couldn't really figure out what the question was I was going to ask or I'll start one way and go another. Again, is this like a deal breaker? No, but you can just sound a little more polished, a little more professional. And so how do you get out of stuff? Well, there are a couple ways to do this. Well, first of all, unless you're Jerry Springer, I can't think of too many other people who do the whole, let's do a final thoughts on today's topic. I think most people just say their final thoughts. And the other thing you can do is remember that main point we talked about, the thing that's going to pull on people's heartstrings, people's going to nudge their brain, get them to think, things of that nature. 
you can come back to that. And in comedy, comedians do this a lot. They'll have punchline one, and then they'll tell another joke and another joke. And when they get ready to do punchline number four, they'll do a callback to the first joke, which makes people laugh even harder because A, it's clever, and B, it usually works, and it's just, it's a cool thing to do. So let's say you did a, uh, a segment and you talked about your first car. You know, my first car was a 1974 Dodge Dirt, which it was. And at the end, you're making your point and you're like going, so you don't have to have the top-notch equipment. You can get by with something like a 1974 Dodge Dart, right? That's a callback. You're wrapping up the point and you get people to go, oh yeah, hmm, I, I wonder where he was going and it kind of ties it all together with a nice bow. And the other thing you can do is you can actually just tell when people are wrapping it up by the way they talk. If I was doing something and all of a sudden at the end of the sentence, I just started slowing down and made my point. That just the tone of my voice says, and I'm done. So you can, you don't have to do that. You don't have to say, and I think that's it. Moving on. Eh, again, are these deal breakers? No, but it is important to not distract your audience. And it just keeps the flow going. Now, another thing you can do here that's not the beginning and the end is the transition. Because what if you have, like me, multiple segments? Well, unless you're James Brown, you don't really get to, well, again, there's no shoulds in podcasting, right? But in theory, you don't really announce that I'm going to transition. I mean, one of the things I think that's always kind of stupid is when somebody goes, can I ask you a question? Because I always go, you just did. I mean, just, I'm just saying, but James Brown would actually announce his transitions. Let me give you an example here. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Here's another one. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. It's okay to dance if you want. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Bobby, should I take him to the bridge? Yeah, Bobby. Take him on to the bridge. Take him to the bridge. Can I take him to the bridge? And off they go to the bridge. There's another song by his called I'm Super Bad. And the audience really had it. The audience, the band had to really pay attention because all he would do is just scream bridge. (laughs) It was like, okay, and change. So I I hear this a lot where it's like, well, should we go on to the thing? I don't know. Should we do it? And again, this is not a deal breaker, but just realize when you watch other shows, TV shows, they usually don't go. And now scene two. They just go on to the next one. Again, this is this this transition thing is to me yeah, a little more Dave doing some opinion, but I want you to think about this because the big one is know your main topic and know how you're going to get in and get out of it. That'll, that's the easiest thing. Just a little planning ahead of time. And the other thing that you can do, going back to the tone of voice thing, I always recommend not starting out live. I know a lot of people like to do live shows. And one of the things you can do when you're live, and, and the reason why I think people on shows go, 
well, should we do this? Should we go to the, uh, you know, the whatever, the speed round lightning history chunk thing, Mabob, whatever it is. They don't, they just, because in many cases you can't see your co-host or maybe you didn't plan it. Like if you do a show, maybe you should have, let's say you have four bullet points. I'm just throwing these out. And maybe you decide I'm going to do A and C, you do B and D. Well, then you don't have to ask, are you done? Because you know where you're going. I do two shows that are kind of live. Well, they're very live. One is Ask the Podcast Coach. That show was hilarious because I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm waiting for people to call in and then we answer their questions. And this is where it really is handy. If you're going to do live to be able to see your co-host, because there are times if I go to take a sip of water, my co-host, Jim Collison from the average guy TV dot TV, excuse me, the average guy dot TV, he will see that I'm drinking water. And if he's talking, he knows to keep talking because Dave's getting a sip. And Jim is also very good at using the tone of voice and saying, and that's how you can do the thing, right? You don't have to always go down. You can sometimes do the up thing. And it's just a trigger that I'm done talking. Maybe you should say something now. And so he's very, we're both very good at that. And we have eye contact, which is, again, goes back to the music thing. I know, especially if you're doing something live, for me, I played in a band where there was a lot of improv and you did not look at your shoes. You had to constantly be looking at the rest of the band members because you never knew when somebody was going to point at you and say, take 16, meaning blow your guitar for 16 measures. And you had to be on it. And then you had to trigger people. Sometimes I'm taking 32 because I'm greedy. And so if you're doing a live thing, you can use things like Google Docs. You can, because Google Docs, you can go both type in and see who's typing things. So you can use that like a little chat box. You can have, um, if you're using Hangouts on Air, there's a private chat box, which is kind of cool. We use that on the Podcasters Roundtable. But in the end, if we kind of take transitions out of the mix again, because that one's just, that's just me being persnickety. It's a pet peeve of mine. Feel free to announce your transitions. Think about how you're going to get into something and how you're going to get out because it's where you can have the most impact. You can really make that right out of the gate. Wow, I didn't know that kind of thing. And then you can wrap it up by saying something and bringing that last point in and it just put a bow on it and let people know that you're going on to the next segment. One of my favorite segments of this show is a single question. It is because of my podcast blank. And you can answer this. If you go out to schoolpodcasting.com slash contact, I've got all sorts of ways. You can leave a speak pipe. You can call it in toll free. It's 888-563-3228. And that is courtesy of podcastvoicemail.com. You can record something yourself and email it to me again, schoolpodcasting.com slash contact. And I had two people email me uh, will actually send me messages. And one is Troy from theblacklistexposed.com. This is a show about the TV show, The Blacklist. And he's now the king of swag. He's just getting people sending him stuff. One is there's a, a CD, an album, if you will, uh, music from the television series, The Blacklist. So he got a copy of that sent to him. And then there's a blacklist encyclopedia, which I'm thinking if I'm doing a podcast about the blacklist, I would very much like to have a blacklist encyclopedia. It's pretty cool. And he didn't have to, he didn't even, they just showed up. 
So this is one of the things you might want to do is have your address on your website in case people want to send you stuff. Now, recently I changed my address. I used to have my home address on my website and I wasn't really worried about people stalking me or things of this nature, but I just decided that I would have a PO box. So I have a PO box now on my website. So depending on your personal preference. Uh, so if you want to send me stuff again, school of podcasting.com slash contact, feel free to do that. In fact, I'm going to ask you, I'll put this in here. Here's what I want you to send me. And this you could do digitally because somebody did this this week and it was really cool. They sent me a video and I don't need a video, but they showed me a video of them driving across the UK countryside, which was beautiful. And they said, this is where I listen to your show. So what I'd like you to do is take a selfie or whatever you're doing when you're listening to the show and email it to me, Dave at school of podcasting.com. Because if you've ever seen me Saturday mornings, I have a blank wall behind me. I want to fill it up with stuff from you guys. I was going to get a big school of podcasting banner. I think I'm just going to put pictures of you guys behind me so I can put a, a face with the ears that I'm thinking about. And I know I'm breaking my own rule. I'm talking about you guys. I'm actually talking about you, not the other people, just you. So I need a picture of you and I will print those out and put them on my wall. So that's something I was thinking about today. I'm like, that would be a cool idea. Speaking of getting stuff. Now, meanwhile, I said I had two because of my podcast stories today. This one is really cool. really demonstrates some cool stuff. And this is from my buddy, Nick Suberling. You might know him from the Inside the Jungle podcast. It's at uh, Cincy, that's C-I-N-C-Y, jungle.com. It's a podcast about the Cincinnati Bengals, which is a uh, team in the NFL, which again shows the power of the niche, not just football, NFL football, and not just NFL football, but the Cincinnati Bengals. And Nick uh, put this out on Google+. Plus. And it says, I was able to seal my first podcast slash website sponsor. I've been podcasting for 11 years now, and this is my very first sponsor on a podcast that only has, want to guess how many episodes? Eight. What, what, what? On a podcast that only has eight episodes produced. I recently launched a new podcast that covers FC Cincinnati. You can find this at CincinnatiSoccerTalk.com. Now, I believe, if I understand this right, this is minor league soccer. So in the U.S., now, I don't want to offend people outside the U.S., but in the U.S., soccer ain't all that in a bag of chips. Don't know why. We like our our American football, and uh, soccer just doesn't quite catch on. But I know Nick actually roots for a team in England. Well, now he's got a minor league soccer team in his you know, his area. And so this, uh, the, the newest soccer team in Cincinnati and since he says, I approached them about marketing their team store and ticket sales on a podcast about the team, right? Cincinnati soccer talk. And, um, so I approached them about promoting their team store, their ticket sales on my podcast. They immediately jumped at it. Why? Why do you think they did? Because Nick has, their audience. Nick has people in Cincinnati that like soccer. What do they have? It's a soccer team in Cincinnati. 
you can't get much more of a better fit than that. They jumped at it immediately. He says, today I received my first check in the mail and I don't even have a signed agreement yet with the team. I'd say they're eager, but it just goes to show if you're in the right niche or niche, you can sell it to anyone no matter how many downloads you've produced. So again, don't underestimate the power of the niche and your audience. And uh, I think again, this I, I've always wanted to do a local show. I think, I think, I don't know, but I would think it would be easier to get local sponsors, you know, Bill's cookies or whatever that's just in your area because you have that local flavor. And I'm going to throw in, this isn't a because of my podcast story, but I want to throw in one other thing that uh, some feedback we got. And this is on, everyone get ready to throw up just a little bit in your mouth. Uh, new and noteworthy. Yes, I know. And this is from Corey Finneran from Ivy Envy at ivyenvy.com. That's a podcast about the Chicago Cubs. And what it is, is Corey, if you go into iTunes and search for Chicago Cubs, he comes up number three. And he was like, all right, I hear about how important it is to get ratings and reviews, you know, because manna will fall from heavens. Unicorns will come and sing to you if you can get to the top of the charts in iTunes, along with 10,000 bars of gold and I don't know, 16 Vestal Virgins and whatever, right? So, he went out to his audience and in a week, in a week, got 56 reviews. Talk about an engaged audience. How cool is that? So he got 56 reviews, bringing his total to 226 ratings and 191 reviews. So I bet that sent him over the top, right? He says, I did not budge from the number three position when you search for Chicago Cubs in iTunes. So let's look at the number one show in iTunes, if you type in Chicago Cubs, Corey has 226 ratings. The number one people have 150? Yep, 150. Corey has 191 reviews. The number one person, though, has 128 reviews. And uh, their last published episode was in November of 2010. Okay, well then surely what's number two? Number two, Corey has 226 ratings. Number two show in iTunes for Chicago Cubs has seven. Yeah, okay, Corey has 191 reviews. The number two show has four. So this whole thing about ratings and reviews and more rate, now this is just one person right? I guess we shouldn't come to a complete conclusion here, but my whole point is I don't want you to spend $50 to make 50 cents. And I will quote my friend, Daniel J. Lewis from the audacity to do podcast. I wish I had said this, but he did. And that's because he's smart and cool. He said, promote your show. Like iTunes doesn't exist. Use it. It's a tool. I'm with you. I'm not anti Apple. I'm not anti iTunes. I'm not anti new and noteworthy. I just wouldn't put all my eggs in that basket. And I think the reason, especially the one that hasn't put an episode out since 2010, I think there's something there about total subscribers and total number of downloads. But in the end, it just, ugh. 
I'll take number three, I guess. But uh, that's a little insight into the lovely magical place of new and noteworthy. In case you missed it, it's time for a podcast rewind. All right, I, uh, I'm going to appear on the, it's the creative.academy is the website. It's uh, Josh Rivers, who is a member of the school podcasting. He is now doing his own podcast consulting under the podcastguy.co, and he's doing a whole series on what he's basically kind of NPR style podcasting. He's doing like an investigative reporting on that. And I appeared along with many people. In fact, let me play you this small clip of this. And he explains all the people that are going to be in these episodes. In this series, we'll be hearing from 11 different people that I've interviewed and we'll get their take on narrative podcasting. Brian is just one of them. We'll also hear from Corey Coates, David Jackson, Daniel J. Lewis, Eric K. Johnson, Rye Taylor, Jeff Woods, Doc Kennedy, Jessica Abel, Jessica Rhodes, and Elsie Escobar. And you can find that again at creative.academy.com. Josh is a really super nice guy and uh, deep in the trenches there of helping people create podcasts. And then this one, I'm not involved with at all, except I know these two people and I heard the clip and I was like, oh, this is awesome. Turn it into a clamor. And I wanted to uh, share it here. This is uh, Jared Easley. You know Jared, right? Come on, starvethedoubts.com. You got to know this show. It's uh, on one hand, yes, it's an interview show and he's it's not really entrepreneurs. It's just really, it, now in some cases they are, but they are, they're always interesting people. He has some really cool guests that uh, I've never in some cases heard of and he always gets the best out of them. It's, uh, it's an interesting show, starvethedoubts.com. The other thing with Jared, you got to get this book. Actually, either one of these is good. You, you can't go wrong with a Jared Easley book. He has a great book called Stop Chasing Influencers, The True Path to Building Your Business and Living Your Dream. And then his uh, book before that was called Podcasting Good to Great, How to Grow Your Audience Through Collaboration. I'll have links to these out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 510. But here's the cool thing. He was interviewing, this is uh, right at PodFest. He was interviewing one of my other favorite people, which is Glenn Hebert. And you might know him as uh, Glenn the Geek, and Glenn was explaining how he got a note from a listener, and the listener happens to be a doctor, and check this out. I realize that as a doctor, I change people's lives, but you don't realize that you change people's lives too. Your podcasts are fun, entertaining, notice what word she used first, fun, entertaining, fun. Yep. educational, informational, and unique. That's how you change people's lives. We forget that people are listening, and that the things we're saying Somebody may be having the worst day in the world and we just made their day. So podcasting changes lives. We kind of forget about that. We think we're just talking into a microphone, but people are actually listening. And it's amazing sometimes the impact you can have. Cause I know, look, you're just like me. You're going, it's just little old me next to the water heater. And you didn't realize the impact you were making on people, but you do. Uh, I've told the story before. One of the things that, it, you kind of go, wow, this thing's loaded. I do a, a show about weight loss. I'm actually down almost 30 pounds, which is really cool. But for many years, I was not. I was doing a weight loss podcast, not losing weight. And I said, don't worry about losing 100 pounds. Just lose 10 pounds 10 times. And somebody 
like that flipped a switch to them and they lost a hundred pounds. So these things are loaded. You got to be careful with what you're saying. Here's another great clip. This is from my uh, Clamor channel. Uh, this is from the Wolf Den uh, interviewing Stephen J. Dubner. And he was explaining about how his podcast, again, he doesn't realize the connection you make with your audience and how he, he's talking about how he went to an event and he asked his the people there, how many of you heard about me from the podcast? I realized that as a... And somebody just like, you know, cheered or shouted out or something. And then I said, you know, just out of curiosity, how many of you um, listen to the podcast? And it was like 90 percent. Wow. And we were both shocked. We had just no idea. That, and then we thought, I mean, the depressing part then was, well, ish, if, if we didn't have a podcast, there would be nobody showing up for a book tour because. You know. There you go. And we bleeped him out because he said the S word. And uh, this is a family friendly show. So. There you go, a little podcast rewind. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time. And that is going to do it for this week at the School of Podcasting. In the future, I'm going to be talking about some tools. I was on a uh, recent Podcasters Roundtable, and we were talking about show prep and Maybe next week, coming up in the future, I'm going to be explaining some tools that you can use for show prep. Uh, Tim Ferriss had a really cool article about podcasting. I want to definitely talk about that. Haven't even talked about the latest stats from Edison. So a lot of things coming up in the future. I know I got a suggestion. Somebody said, how do I baffle like a boomy room? That's a great suggestion. We'll be talking about that. If you have any suggestions for the show, go over to schoolpodcasting.com slash connect. Uh, excuse me, connect, contact. I would love to hear from you. And if you need some help with your podcast, go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash schedule. I'm available right now for one-on-one consulting. And we only have 44 days, if you're listening to this on April 18th, until registration opens for the School of Podcasting, the next session. Now, if you really need something between now and then, go to promoting, promoting, go to planningyourpodcast.com and I have a course there on Udemy and if you take that course and then later join the School of Podcasting, just send me a note and I will refund your amount for taking the Planning Your Podcast course because you have already gotten that part. Although technically the planning session in the School of Podcasting is a little more updated, not that the other one is outdated, but I just like the one at the School of Podcasting a little better. I need to update the one on Udemy, but it's uh, less than 20 bucks Check it out, planningyourpodcast.com. And uh, so that's what's coming up. I look forward to talking to you next week. Until then, take care, God bless, and class is dismissed. Dismissed.